Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 2 Samuel chapter 21 for Thursday, April 10th. During the reign of David, there was a famine for three successive years, so David sought the face of the Lord. The Lord said, It is on account of Saul and his blood-stained house. It is because he put the Gibeonites to death. The king summoned the Gibeonites and spoke to them. Now the Gibeonites were not a part of Israel, but were survivors of the Amorites. The Israelites had sworn to spare them, but Saul and his zeal for Israel and Judah had tried to annihilate them. David asked the Gibeonites, What shall I do for you? How shall I make amends, so that you will bless the Lord's inheritance? The Gibeonites answered him, We have no right to demand silver or gold from Saul or his family, nor do we have the right to put anyone in Israel to death. What do you want me to do for you? David asked. They answered the king, As for the man who destroyed us and plotted against us so that we have been decimated and have no place anywhere in Israel, let seven of his male descendants be given to us to be killed and exposed before the Lord at Gibeah of Saul, the Lord's chosen one. So the king said, I will give them to you. The king spared Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, because of the oath before the Lord between David and Jonathan, son of Saul. But the king took Armoni and Mephibosheth, the two sons of Ahiah's daughter Rizpah, whom she had borne to Saul, together with the five sons of Saul's daughter Mirab, whom she had borne to Adriel, son of Barzillai, the Meholathite. He handed them over to the Gibeonites, who killed and exposed them on a hill before the Lord. All seven of them fell together. They were put to death during the first days of the harvest, just as the barley harvest was beginning. Rizpah, daughter of Aya, took sackcloth and spread it out for herself on a rock. From the beginning of the harvest till the rain poured down from the heavens on the bodies, she did not let the birds of the air touch them by day or the wild animals by night. When David was told what Aya's daughter Rizpah, Saul's concubine, had done, he went and took the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan from the citizens of Jabesh Gilead. They had taken them secretly from the public square at Bethshan, where the Philistines had hung them after they struck Saul down on Gilboa. David brought the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan from there, and the bones of those who had been killed and exposed were gathered up. They buried the bones of Saul and his son Jonathan in the tomb of Saul's father, Kish, at Zila in Benjamin, and did everything the king commanded. After that, God answered prayer in behalf of the land. Once again there was a battle between the Philistines and Israel. David went down with his men to fight against the Philistines, and he became exhausted. And Ishbinob, one of the descendants of Rapha, whose bronze spearhead weighed three hundred shekels, and who was armed with a new sword, said he would kill David. But Abishai, son of Zariah, came to David's rescue. He struck the Philistine down and killed him. Then David's men swore to him, saying, Never again will you go out with us to battle, so that the lamp of Israel will not be extinguished. In the course of time, there was another battle with the Philistines at Gob. At that time, Sibachai the Hushathite killed Saph, one of the descendants of Repha. In another battle with the Philistines at Gob, Elhanan, son of Jer-Oregim, the Bethlehemite, killed Goliath the Gittite, who had a spear with a shaft like a weaver's rod. In still another battle, which took place at Gath, there was a huge man with six fingers on each hand and six toes on each foot, twenty-four in all. He also was descended from Repha. When he taunted Israel, Jonathan, son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These four were descendants of Repha in Gath, and they fell at the hands of David and his men. Second Samuel chapter 21 So the Gibeonites uh, were a group of people that were given an oath that they'd be protected even though they weren't Israelites. But when Saul was in charge, he tried to decimate them, tried to annihilate them. And David saw that the blessing of God seemed to not be there. And um, God wasn't answering prayer on behalf of the land. So David seems to want to make things right. So 
the Gibeonites agree to take seven of Saul's descendants, kill them and expose them, or basically leave them out to the elements, their dead bodies, which is a form of disrespect for a dead body. And that's what they do. One of Saul's concubines, Rizpah, she was uh, protecting these bodies with sackcloth and chasing away any nocturnal animals that would try to scavenge these bodies. And so David took care of the bones and dealt with them appropriately after this passed. But God answered prayer in behalf of the land, uh, according to verse 14. So there's a value to making peace with people who've been wronged by others. David wasn't personally responsible for the uh, near annihilation of the Gibeonites, but he took the responsibility for making things right, since Saul was not capable of doing that, seeing as how he was dead. Thank you for listening to The Voice.